Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Trump and others busy making their final campaign pitches ahead of next week's election. We'll talk about it in depth at 610. On Wall Street, the Dow gained 402 but lost 1% for the week. The Nasdaq was up 132, lost 6% for the week. Six o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Going down to the wire ahead of the midterms, Republican J.D. Vance is challenging Democrat Tim Ryan in the Ohio Senate race, where he talks about the opioid crisis. I meet people every single day in this state who tell me they've lost a niece or a nephew or a daughter or a husband or a wife to the poison that Joe Biden and Tim Ryan are letting come into this country via the Mexican drug cartels. In Pennsylvania, Democrat John Fetterman and Republican Mehmet Oz are in a close Senate race. Fetterman talking about inflation. I think it's even much more critical to uh, push back against the kind of the kind of the corporate greed and the price gouging as well. True. Has former President Trump decided to run again? According to three Trump advisors that the former president is considering announcing as as soon as November 14th, though that is not a date that's set in stone. It could come in the following weeks after the midterm elections. That's CBS's Finn Gomez. Police in Pueblo, Colorado have arrested a man they say tampered with a ballot marking machine. CBS's Nicole Skanga. It's the first potential prosecution following the passage of Colorado's new law safeguarding elections against potential insider threats. If found guilty, the Colorado man can be punished by a one to two year jail sentence as well as a fine of anywhere between $1,000 and $100,000. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is in Kyiv, assuring Ukrainians the midterm elections will have no effect on U.S. aid. In fact, he announced $400 million for military hardware. We recognize the acute need for air defense at this critical moment when Russia and Russian forces are raining missiles and Iranian drones down on the civilian infrastructure of this country. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who could become the Speaker of the House after the midterms, has said Ukraine would not get a blank check if Republicans take the House. President Biden's student loan forgiveness program gets a boost from the U.S. Supreme Court. Conservative Justice Amy Coney Barrett has again declined to block the president's plan to cancel billions of dollars in student loan debt. She acted even as a lower court is considering whether to lift a freeze it placed on the program in a different case. Barrett denied an emergency request by two Indiana borrowers who were represented by a conservative legal group. Two weeks ago, she denied a similar request by a Wisconsin taxpayer's organization represented by another conservative legal group. Christopher Cruz, CBS News, Washington. The Labor Department says employers added 261,000 jobs last month and unemployment is now at 3.7 percent. This is CBS News. Dell Technologies Early Black Friday starts now with 48% off business PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Good evening. It is 6.03. Thanks for being with us on this really beautiful Friday evening, November the 4th. Can you believe it is still 72 degrees? I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour, a frightening morning for people going about their business up and down the aisles 
of a local giant supermarket. Two people are dead after shooting at each other at a store in Oxon Hill in Prince George's County. WTOP's Kate Ryan was at the scene. It happened mid-morning inside the giant grocery store on Audrey Lane here in Oxon Hill. Prince George's County Police Major Zachary O'Leary says a woman with a backpack was reportedly shoplifting from the store when she was approached by a male security guard. During this encounter, the adult female removed a handgun from her backpack and began firing rounds at the security guard, causing the security guard to return fire. As a result of this, both have died of their injuries. The security guard died on scene, according to O'Leary. The woman died after being taken to an area hospital. No one else was injured during the shooting. WTOP contacted Giants spokesperson who had no comment while the investigation continues. In Oxon Hill, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. When President Biden took office, he issued an executive order that said the federal government needs to be more focused on equity and inclusion. And Maryland leaders say the administration can back that up as it gets ready to pick a new home for the FBI. When an executive order... Congressman Anthony Brown and Steny Hoyer and everyone else who spoke here at the Greenbelt Metro... Falls on deaf ears at the GSA. It falls on deaf ears at the FBI. Quickly and repeatedly brought up the administration's executive order issued on his first day in office. The type of underserved communities that President Biden argued stand to gain the most from federal projects. Cost equity and the ability to secure the site went from top priorities to the smallest considerations compared to proximity to places like the Training Academy in Quantico. There has not been a single articulable rationale or reason why the FBI needs to be close to Quantico. At the Greenbelt Metro, John Dome in WTOP News. 6.05, before any school-wide activity such as book reading or an assembly can happen in Prince William County Public Schools, parents would have to be given the option to exclude their child from that activity. This under a plan being considered by the Prince William County School Board. Now, board member and co-sponsor Justin Wilkes says the policy would simply require what many school principals are already doing. Wilk tells Inside Nova the plan is not a response to a school librarian's reading during morning announcements that caused controversy back in June. The book that was read to students at Marshall Elementary in Manassas is called Prince and Knight, and it features a gay love story. We've been telling you about an unusual situation yesterday in which someone called to report multiple stabbings at an area elementary school. Well, that report turned out to be false. The latest from WTOP's Melissa Howell. The call about the stabbings was made by a teacher at Green Valley Elementary School in Monrovia yesterday. The Frederick County Sheriff's Office says when deputies arrived, they found an empty classroom. The teacher who made the call removed the group of 27 fifth graders from the school. According to officials, she took them through the woods to get to a cafe about a mile down the road where she made the call to law enforcement. Officials say people there noticed the teacher acting distraught. In a letter to the community, the school's principal said the teacher was using a school security drill strategy taught to staff, but he acknowledged this experience was upsetting for students. The school district is investigating the incident and the teacher was taken to a nearby hospital for an evaluation. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. After traffic and weather, Democrats and Republicans are making their final arguments to voters before Tuesday's midterms. We'll speak with Washington Week's Yamiche Alcindor 
It's 607. We connect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, commuter connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. It's National Pet Diabetes Awareness Month. This lifelong and prevalent disease can be confusing and frustrating for some pet owners. Daily insulin administration, glucose monitoring, and diet changes can be overwhelming. But with early detection, proper treatment, and good communication with your vet, your diabetic cat or dog can lead a long and happy life. We want nothing more than to set you and your diabetic pet up for success in managing this condition. Contact us at RockyGorgeVet.com to learn more. Hey, glad you're with us. It's 6.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. What you looking at, Dave Dildine? Looking at some slow traffic on the Beltway toward the American Legion Bridge and on the Outer Loop through Alexandria uh, past Telegraph Road to the Wilson Bridge. But on the Beltway, traffic has not been all so bad this evening. 95 southbound still a slow ride from Newington to Woodbridge and much of the way through Stafford County. Westbound on 66, bit heavy near Nutley Street, 123, and west of Centerville toward Bull Run and the Manassas Rest Area. Inbound traffic delays on 66 through Arlington, southbound of the George Washington Parkway toward the Key and Roosevelt Bridges, and inbound on 395 at the 14th Street Bridge. In Maryland, the crash on New Hampshire Avenue at Venice Drive is clear. 95 southbound, slow at times from 100 and 175 to 32. And beyond 212 to the Beltway, Baltimore-Washington Parkway will be heavy uh, parallel to that. I-97 southbound before 32. A crash remains on the far left side. No delays on 50 toward the Bay Bridge. 270, no delays from Rockville toward Frederick. Just a little slow westbound on 70 through Frederick City. And if you can't find the new car you're looking for, try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, Fitzway Cars Best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Talk us through what seems to be a pretty decent weekend here. Overall, a nice weekend. The one hiccup, Sean, is going to be Sunday with some rain out there, mainly during the morning and midday hours. The most rain falls west of I-95. So areas like Upper Montgomery, Loudoun, Northern Prince William, Fauquier, Frederick counties, you have the best chance of kind of a rainy Sunday morning, maybe persisting into the midday hours. Here in Washington, there's a chance for some on and off showers around the midday hours, mainly on Sunday. The afternoon area wide is looking dry. Tonight, lows in the 50s, some patchy fog developing overnight. Tomorrow, it's breezy throughout the day, plenty of sun after the fog burns off, and highs this weekend, mid to upper 70s. Right now, it's 72 degrees in Urbana, 72 in Arlington, and 71 in Falls Church. I like it. Thanks, Amelia. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 610. Campaign 2022 now on WTOP with the midterm elections almost here. Candidates are busy making their final push for votes and they're getting help from some big political names. They include President Biden. He's planning extra weekend campaign stops in New York and Illinois. 
Former President Trump's been headlining a series of rallies that started last night in Iowa, and he'll go to Florida, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. Yeah, Michelle Sindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS, joined us earlier with more. I can't believe that we're four days away from Election Day, but what you really see is a heightening up and a closing out of messaging, both on the Democratic and Republican side. On the Democratic side, you've seen two things. You, of course, saw President Biden talking about the threats to democracy and this not being what he called an ordinary election year, that it's in fact an election to preserve democracy. But you're also hearing a lot of Democrats on the campaign trail saying they need to focus on the economy. So you're also hearing a economic message that's about warning in their minds that Republicans, they say, will cut Social Security and and cut all sorts of other things that help out working class Americans in a time like this where there are a lot of economic challenges. On the Republican side, you're really seeing a laser focus on inflation and really blaming Democrats for record high inflation and for pocketbook issues. So it's very interesting to see both sides talking about the economy, but also Democrats leaning a little bit on democracy and saying that as much as that is not maybe a top concern when you're going to the grocery store, the future of our democracy should be a top concern at their argument. Yamish, former President Trump hinted again last Last night that he's going to run again. Several Trump advisors say he could make that announcement as soon as November 14th. How will that impact the political landscape? Of course, President Trump has been hinting for a while that he wants to run for re-election. And in some ways, as someone who's covered him for four years, I take everything with a grain of salt until we actually hear him announce because he is someone who wants to be the center of attention, especially when we saw someone like President Obama getting a lot of media attention. I've been hearing that from Democrats in terms of sort of what his thinking is here. But that being said, if he were to run for re-election and announce on November 14th, it would just sort of throw everything in the air because now you would have a number of Republicans who would have to make a very quick decision of whether or not they want to challenge the former president. I'm thinking of Ron DeSantis in Florida or of Glenn Youngkin in Virginia or even someone like Greg Abbott in Texas. They have to figure out whether or not there's going to be anyone who's going to challenge Trump. And of course, it would be in some ways a warning by President Trump to say, I'm here and you should not be trying to challenge me. It's also going to put a lot of pressure on Joe Biden because now he's going to be facing questions immediately. Are you running for reelection? And the idea was, at least based on my reporting, was that he was going to make that decision closer to next year. So it would definitely be a development, interesting one. And, of course, it would just kick off 2024, which kind of makes my head spin because we're just getting over 2022. You're Michelle Sindor, moderator of Washington Week. Tonight at 8 on TV 26, she joined us on Skype. Keep it here on WTOP. A member of the Washington Commander's Ring of Fame is dead. It's 614. You know the story. Oil companies raking in record profits as they jack up gas prices. Sky-high prescription drug costs and medical debts. And some of the most profitable corporations paying no taxes. But one leader is on the job fighting for Maryland families. Our Senator Chris Van Hollen. In touch and always listening. Van Hollen gets it. I don't know about you, but I get pretty steamed when big money special interests get their way at our expense. That's why we're fighting back. We stood up to Big Pharma, and now we're cutting prescription drug prices. We took on Big Oil, and now we'll produce more clean energy and lower your costs. We want our fight to make the richest corporations pay more of their fair share in taxes. That's Chris Van Hollen. He's on our side. I'm Chris Van Hollen, and I approve this message because I'll take on any fight to make things better for all Marylanders. Paid for by Van Hollen for Senate. There are better ways to spend your time than shopping for Medicare. With enrollment ending December 7th, let Health Markets find your plan. 
Visit healthmarkets.com slash easy. Health Markets Insurance Agency, Inc. is licensed as an insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service and product availability varies by state. Sales agents may be compensated based on a consumer's enrollment in a health plan. No obligation to enroll. Information provided is limited to plans offered in your area. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 6.15, let's go to Frank Hanrahan. we got NBA tonight, Sean Wizards and the Brooklyn Nets. Nets making a lot of news lately. Will not have the suspended guard Kyrie Irving as they visit our Wizards tonight just after 7 o'clock. Now, Wizards rookie guard Johnny Davis potentially could be assigned to the team's G League affiliate, the Capital City Go-Go, for their regular season opener tomorrow in Washington. So says Coach Wes Unsell Jr. Davis, the number 10 overall pick this summer, has played very little for the Wizards, who are at 500, taking on the Nets again tonight just after 7 o'clock. Commanders face Minnesota on Sunday. Vikings 6-1, and one, Commanders 4-4. Four and four. Injury news, still no wide receiver. Jahan Dotson for Washington, running back J.D. McKissick, also linebackers Cole Holcomb and David Mayo, all listed out for Sunday's game against the Vikings. Dave Butts, who helped anchor the Washington football's defensive line in the 1980s, has died at the age of 72, two-time Super Bowl champion, but's played 17 years in the NFL, number 65. He will be missed. World Series Game 6 tomorrow night in Houston. Astros up 3-2, trying to close out Philadelphia. Caps took a, a loss last night on the road. They're back home to face the Coyotes tomorrow night. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOB Sports. Thank you, Frank. Now to the top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Two people are dead after a shooting inside a giant grocery store in Oxon Hill this morning. Police say it happened after a woman suspected of shoplifting was approached by a security guard. The woman pulled out a handgun, according to police, and began firing. And the guard, a man, returned fire. Both were killed. Leaders who have been fighting for years to convince the federal government to move the FBI's new headquarters to Prince George's County say the GSA's recent decision to update the scoring system used to choose a site is unfair. They argue sites in either Landover or Greenbelt would be better than one in Springfield. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. In other news, getting through airport security fast is a nice feeling. Now it'll cost you a little less. The cost to enroll in TSA PreCheck is now 78 bucks. That's down from 85 If you're interested, the application includes sharing your biometric and biographic information to make sure you're not a security threat. Enrollment lasts for five years. It lets you get on the fast track through security. Get details at WTOP.com. Coming up in Money News. The Dow closed up 402 points. A newsroom strike today. I'm Jeff Clayboy. It's 618. And it's traffic and weather on the 8th. So let's get back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia on 95 southbound Friday, volume delays. Lorton Woodbridge, it's slow out of Quantico, past Garrisonville and Stafford Courthouse. Gradually shaking loose of that beyond Centerport Parkway into Fredericksburg. 66 westbound, heavy near Nutley Street, but delays are easing in the vicinity of the Beltway. Farther west, slow traffic remains on I-66 out of Centerville toward uh, Manassas. And uh, we might have something broken down near Bull Run uh, before the uh, rest area. It might even be in the form of a, of a minor truck crash. But uh, in any event, slow traffic westbound uh, out of Centerville toward the Manassas exits in the main lanes. Southbound of the George Washington Parkway. Traffic is reported slow under the Roosevelt Bridge toward 
the Memorial Bridge overpass, and that is uh, always where we tend to find um, trucks that wander onto the Park Service Parkway, trucks that shouldn't be there. No commercial traffic, of course, on the National Park Service Parkways, but they end up there anyway, and southbound traffic is slow on the George Washington Parkway coming off Spout Run. It's heavy inbound on the 395 14th Street Bridge along with DC 295 near the Anacostia River Bridge ramps. It's pretty um, tame on the Beltway right now uh, between... Uh, Bethesda and Tyson's heading for the Legion Bridge, slow but a steadier pace, some lingering congestion on the Interloop and Silver Spring College Park and through Landover and on the Outer Loop in Alexandria. No big beltway issues right now. At the Bay Bridge, traffic is doing fine. Baltimore-Washington Parkway and 95 southbound slow south of 175 and Route 32 toward 198, but with the travel lanes. Remaining open, Jiffy Lube service centers keep you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Oh, this weather. Here's Amelia Draper. A beautiful Friday night across the area after highs today in the 70s. Temperatures will fall into the 60s for the evening hours with lows in the mid to upper 50s. We'll have some fog developing overnight and some patchy fog out there tomorrow morning. Otherwise, cloudy skies will gradually become mostly sunny with highs tomorrow in the 70s. On Sunday, some showers around during the morning hours, especially west of Washington. The best chance for a shower here in the district is during the late morning and midday hours. Otherwise, partly to mostly cloudy, highs in the 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. I realize this is our last weekday now for a while. We're going to have the sun setting Post six oh, o'clock. Yeah, it's going to be dark an hour earlier. Yeah, yeah, we're going to. But uh, so let's enjoy this because it's so nice this evening, right? It is. And the leaves are still kind of glowing. So I feel like they're still radiating back some of that sunlight with color. Yeah, there we go. And right now we're sitting at 68 still in Upper Marlboro, still 70 in Centerville and downtown D.C. 72. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Keep it here because up next we're talking about how the pandemic has driven up alcohol-related deaths in a big way. 621. My husband and I live next door to a haunted graveyard. It's a little creepy, but we manage. Just like we manage without home internet. Do I wish my mobile hotspot was faster? Yes, but I make it work. Kinda. Just like we make it work sleeping next to a 17th century burial ground. <clears throat> Honey, can you move your hand? That's not my hand. It's mine. <laughs> not having home internet? It's not that bad. It is that bad. Don't settle for just mobile. Get Xfinity Home Internet and one gigabit of Xfinity Mobile together, starting as low as $24.95 a month when you qualify for Internet Essentials. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit your local Xfinity store today. Restrictions apply. Limited to Internet Essentials, residential customers meeting certain eligibility criteria, taxes and fees extra, pricing subject to change. Xfinity Internet required if no longer eligible for Internet Essentials, regular rate supply. Reduced mobile speeds after 20 gigabytes of data usage. In appreciation for the remarkable sacrifices the military makes for our country, we at Select Auto Imports are matching all donations made to the Walter Reed Society through Veterans Day up to $10,000. We're also offering special discounts to the military and their families on all certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Jaguar, Porsche, and Land Rovers. Join us in honoring our military. To donate, visit SelectAutoImports.com. Click on the Walter Reed Society logo. That's SelectAutoImports.com. 
Thank you. Eun Yang and Jimmy Olabanji here. Every morning, News 4 Today is working for you the minute you wake up. Getting you up to speed on the big stories happening in your neighborhood before you head out the door. And I'm Chuck Bell, preparing you with your hour-by-hour -hour Storm Team 4 forecast and making sure your kids are bus stop ready. Melissa Malay here, getting you where you need to be on time with first four traffic reports. We're making your mornings a little easier. Working for you weekday mornings from 4 to 7 on News 4 Today. This is WTOP News 623. The pandemic has driven up alcohol-related deaths, according to a new CDC report. They jumped up 26% during the first year of the pandemic. That year, alcohol-related death rates increased the most for men under 45. Among women, the biggest increase was for those between 25 and 44. Dr. Aaron White is a senior advisor to the director of the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. He explains why the pandemic fueled this. Really, what seems to be happening is people are struggling. And people were struggling more even before the pandemic. And then the pandemic came along and just poured fuel on that fire. And so just the general level of struggle and misery in the country has gone up. And yeah, alcohol is one of those things that we have at our disposal. If we like to drink, alcohol can help reduce some of that discomfort. But it's a slippery slope because a little bit may help you relax in the evening and get through your day, but too much can increase your risk of death from injuries and liver disease and cancer and all sorts of other causes. The spike in 2020 was the highest recorded in at least 40 years. You are getting asked for some help by D.C. police. Ending if you happen to travel near Rock Creek Parkway this morning after a man was found dead outside a parking garage near the Kennedy Center. Police got the call just after 7.30. I heard nothing and saw nothing, but started getting text messages from people in the building saying that there was a murder. That's Hilda Templeton, who lives in the Watergate complex. She was among many people in this area who stepped outside and were surprised to see a big police presence. We have an adult male who is deceased. Uh, he's suffering from some trauma uh, to the body. D.C. Police Chief Robert County says a Kennedy Center parking garage employee found the man and called police. It's not clear how the man died. County says there's a lot of surveillance video here for investigators to look through. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55 after the hour. Jeff Claybaugh with the positive news. Well, the market's lost ground for the week, but it was a nice way to end the week. The Dow up 402 points. The S&P 500 index up 51. The Nasdaq up 132 points by the close. Those were all one and a quarter percent gains. It's a strong summer for travel, and we do most of our travel planning online. Expedia's quarterly revenue topped $1 billion for the first time. Booked room nights were up 25% from last summer. Hotels, bars, and restaurants are still filling jobs. Leisure and hospitality trailed only health care and professional services for job gains last month. Hundreds of employees who work at 14 newspapers owned by Tyson's-based Gannett staged a one-day strike today to push for better wages and to protest layoffs. Gannett laid off 400 employees earlier this year. The company, whose papers include USA Today, lost $54 million last quarter. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Money News sponsored by Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Tropical Smoothie Cafe's refreshing summer smoothies and savory poolside quesadillas are making a splash all summer long. Dive in and get yours at Tropical Smoothie Cafe, official smoothie of the Washington Nationals. A woman goes into a supermarket in Prince George's County, pulls out a gun, starts firing. A security guard fires back. 
two people dead. The story ahead at 626. Have room in a kitchen cabinet and your pans fall out on the floor? Or reach for spices and everything falls out? Whether your kitchen needs a spruce up or a major remodel, a free consultation with an experienced designer at Cabinet Discounters will get you started. See photos of gorgeous kitchen and bath projects and find hours and locations of our seven showrooms at CabinetDiscounters.com. We have fantastic career opportunities for experienced kitchen designers. Check it out at CabinetDiscounters.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Hi. I'm John Henney, fourth-generation owner of Henney Jewelers in Shadyside. When it comes to shopping for a diamond engagement ring, be sure you're getting the very best value. Before you think about purchasing a ring anywhere else, please stop in to Henney Jewelers to compare. Our friendly team will make you comfortable and never pressure you. We are confident we'll help you find or create your dream ring at the absolute best value. Stop into Henny Henney today or go to HenneyJewelers.com to make an appointment. Henny Jewelers, we're your jewelers for life.